This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Feeling neat about his feet, because it's never too soon to fight with a boon. Calder killed it. <laughs> about your, oh, feet. F-E-A-T. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that. I oh. was I thought it was referring to the roll, the yeah. ice the, the new boots. That was mm-hmm. a, a vague reference to yeah. last time, maybe? The, yeah, that also oh, works. Call, I so, I mean, even thought. if you misheard it, I'm surprised you weren't impressed. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that it was like foot fetish, if we had some joke about that or yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, there was a joke about that. <laughs> yeah. But also, is yeah, is Calder taking the, the foot licker feet? Uh, it seems so. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone, man. Easy, man. You get up to 10 HP, temporary hit points for every toe you lick. <laughs> Sick. Come on, it's too hot. <laughs> and the effects of heroism. <laughs> I just build I build super demeaning feats that are so good. Just for my own sick pleasure to rule over you guys. Do I have to lick the toes more? If you lick any of my NPC's feet, you get you get more HP. And better stats. Uh, and then of course we've got Emily Axford. Ready to die for the serpent in the sky, Calliope Petricor. What? Yeah. No. You're about to fight her. We need you. And you're just gonna die, I guess. That's I'm gonna where we're go at. limp. Gosh, you're gonna go limp and die? She's laying down her blade. She challenged you for you to prove yourself, not for you to die. <laughs> Called her lick her feet quick. Oh god. On it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like ruining characters during the intro. <laughs> And then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Hey, I just fought you, and this is crazy, but I'm Saul Buffo, and I'm not a baby. Ah, I love <laughs> oh it. All right. I love it. Thank you. Hey, I just fought you. you. And this, <laughs> this is crazy. Is crazy. 
But here's I'm Sobufo. <laughs> okay, it falls apart when you try and sing it. Yeah. But when you speak it, it really Yeah, yeah that's why I did it spoken word. Uh, yeah, we can all agree it was flawless spoken word. It only <laughs> fell apart when we were singing. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, weird energy in the room. Uh, with that, let's go ahead and do other way. a little recap. Mm. So yes. last time, you met Oberon, the green lord of the Beastlands. Uh, upon meeting him, he quickly displayed a kinship with Foster, uh, revealing that he had created the duck as the last request of Callie's mother before she was hunted out of existence. You saw a vision of her final moments when she pleaded with Oberon to give her daughters a chance to spare the material realm from the wrath of the serpents. The green lord granted the request and sent a duck to each of her two uh. daughters and has been keeping <laughs> up with your adventures ever since. Well, uh. not in a creepy way. <laughs> not, not in a weird way. <laughs> Uh, upon being newly reconnected to the material plane, Oberon realized that he had underestimated uh, humanoids. The eggs were supposed to destroy humanity if they reaped too much from the land, but instead, human magitech had progressed to the point that the serpents could be manipulated and used as weapons. Oberon agreed to put aside his feud with the Eladrin if it meant stopping the growing threat of Alexandrite's network. You agreed, if only to save the remaining serpents from being captured and controlled. Still, Oberon posited that you could not properly stand against the network unless you divorced yourself from it entirely, and that meant getting rid of your monostones. He guided you to some animal lords that could help free you from the influence of machines and restore your power afterwards. After a quick run-in with some shit-eating flies <laughs> and, a, and a giant frog who thought Saul was a baby... <laughs> Was that quick? It felt like it was forever. It was. It was fifteen. A solid fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which That's in this show, a, a yeah. filler arc. Yeah, it's true. It's like it was like ten percent of the of the episode for sure. Uh, after running into the giant frog, you met your first animal lord, Elder Frogson. Mm. Frogson revealed that he had known the original Saul on the material plane in the ah. Moonstone Swamp and had trained other bullywugs there. After a tense challenge that saw everyone get mad at me IRL, <laughs> Saul managed to land a blow on Frogson, earning a boon and ejecting his monostone. Uh, next, you moved on to a wintry domain populated by boastful giants enjoying a lavish meal. Calder attempted to procure a wheel of cheese for some reason, <laughs> but was denied and mistaken for a baby. Of course. <laughs> so much baby stuff. The giant offered a boon, but only if Calder could defeat him in combat or bring him the head of the beast. After conferring with the, with the rest of the team, you decided to fight him, prompting a, pan <laughs> a panicked response from the giants who totally got their asses kicked. Afterwards, you met the so-called beast, who revealed himself to be another animal lord, a tiny mouse of great power. He granted Calder a boon and destroyed his monostone. Uh, next, you proceeded to a starry plane where you witnessed the stars gather to form a giant serpent. The constellation called itself the Serpent Queen and revealed herself as the mother of the three eggs that were sent to the material plane. She thanked you for returning one of her children to her, but said that their jobs of protecting the wild were still incomplete. She asked if you would do it in their stead, and you agreed. And she challenged you to combat to prove your worth. And that's where we are now. Okay. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Ooh, yeah. Wow, right into it. Right into it. It's one of those apps. 
One of those, one of those apps with weird vibes up top, right in the combat. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so we got to blow off steam because we know we're going to combat. I know you guys are going to treat my my monster with respect when the episode starts <laughs> the way it did. One of those apps where I roll an eleven. Whoa. I will okay. be calling the snake, ma'am. Uh, that's going to be a twenty-seven for Saul with his new feet active. Nice. Yeah. Uh, alert. You, you decided to take alert. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Saul, you're you're uh, highly alerted to this, but obviously everyone sees this as the sky descends on all of you. Um, you guys see the Serpent Queen, this endless constellation, has just jumped down out of the sky and taken on a corporeal form. Stars gather and create scales of starfire. She is gargantuan. You cannot see an ending to her, just going off endlessly into space. She's Again, gargantuan, her head alone is 50 feet tall with starfire fangs and eyes that burn like suns. Wow. You go on for days, (laughs) ma'am. Indeed, I do. And just so everyone knows up top, this is going to be difficult. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, thank you for the clarification. Did the other animal lords tell you that the trials were going to be hard? No. Yeah, there was no warning. Improper. Yes. There's going to be a a class action thing if if they're not careful. (laughs) No one was upfront about it. Deeply appreciate that, ma'am. Sweet. Okay. So um, at initiative... 27, Saul, that is you. You've got, uh, you feel the ground rock as her body forms and lands in the grass in front of you. Her head is still up like 100 feet in the air. She has not even gotten down yet to fully uh, attack before your initiative. Uh, That is you, you are first. Uh, Okay, so I'm gonna rush forward. Um, I want to make sure that Callie is able to just give this serpent her best impression. Okay. Uh, and in Saul's head, the way to do that is to punch her really hard. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Saul's going to uh, enlarge his throat sack, uh, and then that air is going to like explode out into his fists, making them big, kind of glowing with this like golden light now. Uh, and he rushes forward, and he's going to attack. Sweet. Uh, go ahead and <laughs> make your attacks. You go and you swing into her starfire scales. Mm-hmm. Um, A brilliant strategy, young frog. <laughs> yes. Have you met my friend? Callie, she's a big fan. <laughs> yes, we were talking at some length. <laughs> oh, does it 11 hit? No. Cool. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, you break a finger as you hit scales as hard as diamond. Yeah. I forget to make a fist and I just. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Yeah, your fingernails shatter. <laughs> oh. Dude, dude. Oh my, (laughs) the serpent queen, the serpent queen recoils. Oh my God. Oh my God, man. That was disgusting. Are you all right? I have a second attack. You need to sit out for a moment. This is just a trial. I'm not trying to kill you. Uh, Saul's mouth is fully just filled with vomit, but but he holds it in. Just imagining punching someone with fingers out. And them instantly breaking. It's so funny. Still getting used to these new arms. <laughs> I'm going to take my second attack. Right. Uh, does a 15 hit? Uh, it does not. <clears throat> Once again, you're hitting these and you're just hitting a wall of, like I said, like diamond. Yeah. Like the hardest surface you could hit. So Saul like fully breaks his right hand <laughs> and then he's like, ah, of course, I know what to do now. Makes a fist and punches again and just breaks all of his knuckles. <laughs> Well, you you curved your fingers that time. That was that was good. An improvement. Um, I am going to activate my arms, uh, which means that she's going to need to make a DC sixteen okay. um, deck save. 
she fails. Ha <laughs> ha, you played right into my trap. <laughs> she's just so huge, she can't avoid it. You just punch the ground next to her, and she's just slightly enveloped. So that's seven force damage, and that is my bonus action. So uh, yeah, that's all I can do this turn. Okay, uh, you do see Saul, as you punch down, and even using this magic, um, mm-hmm. you see that it it does look like it hits her a little bit. Like you see that there is a reaction from her scales, like a slight indentation, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem fully effective. It seems like she's able to like resist it a bit. <laughs> Callie, I made the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Saul gives a thumbs up and it is just a mangle. Oh it's my just, God. Is there supposed to be, is that like a rotten banana in your hand? <laughs> Good Lord. It's melting. I'm not There's happy to see it. <laughs> There's something engorged and limp in your hand. <laughs> yeah, it's just the thumbs up is just a bone. <laughs> it's not supposed to be that, man. <laughs> At initiative 20, um, she is going to take her lair action um, and is going to slam her massive body into the grassy plain. You see, she coils her body uh, and slams into it. She's essentially doing the worm, <laughs> just <laughs> wobbling and constricting, pulling and pushing the earth with her. Um, everyone go ahead and give me dex saving throws. Alrighty. Oh, okay, that's a seven. Oh, Lord. That's a two. Ah, uh, 25. Okay. And here's where the fun begins because <laughs> I made a weird encounter. Ooh. Uh, so <laughs> you see that as she's rocking uh, back and forth, the land is breaking apart into like little five foot squares. You guys have to like center yourselves so that you don't fall over. Uh. Um, and certain squares of land begin shooting up as others begin falling down. Um, and the people who rolled even on their deck saving throws go up, and what? the people oh. who uh, rolled odd on their deck saving throws go down. Oh, uh, this is fun. And I have, <laughs> I have pre-rolled the random feat uh, that everybody falls or goes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callie fails. Callie, you go up 80 feet uh, as the land <laughs> below you rocks as she uh, wobbles uh, next to you. Um, you shoot up into the air. Uh, you slip. You fall prone, um, and you just shoot up into the night sky 80 feet. <laughs> Saul, with a 25 dex save, um, you stay sturdy. You once again um, pull air like into your gullet um, and then expand it out into your feet to absorb the impact. Mm. Um, but you do, uh, the ground below you collapses 70 feet into a pit. <laughs> uh, so you are 70 feet down. Uh, you are not prone though, so you're just down there. I'll use my fingers to brace myself. Uh, and Calder, you fail and fall down 60 feet. Uh. Ow. So you fall prone into a pit for 14 damage. Uh, Is any of it bludgeoning damage? Uh, It's all bludgeoning damage. Great. So you guys are going to see my new boon take effect. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I am a great armor master. So like almost like the the Vix Vapor Rub commercial taking effect. You see (laughs) like the cold compress going down on the inflammation. (laughs) Uh, and I'll take three less of that. So. Hold on, we're going to need to stop so I can watch this commercial. Is that okay? <laughs> uh, I am going to have to disappoint you, unfortunately, um, because it is when you take bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from attacks.
attacks, it's reduced by three. This isn't an attack, you're just mm, falling. Cool. Oh, so that's just a little preview of what my <laughs> boon oh might my look God. like. You see Calder in his, in his full heavy armor. Change the feet. <laughs> that was so feet. Come nice. on. Uh, he rubbed oil on himself. Yeah. Looks like, uh, braces himself, just really trusts his armor, and then just falls even harder <laughs> and crashes truly so hard into the earth. Wow. Uh, so you do, you do unfortunately take uh, the full damage. <laughs> of course. Of course I do. <laughs> After the lair action, Callie, that's your turn. So okay. she is so big mm-hmm. that you are now face to face with her, Callie, as you're 80 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Hello, baby snake. I think I'm seeing this like diamond protection. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, why do you invest so much in protection if there's not like weakness underneath? I think uh, when I look her in the eye, I'm like, how do I best you in this? Uh, go ahead and give me what a perception check. What are you looking check. for from your aspiring champion? I'll do mm. your perception versus her deception. That's an 11. With an 11, Callie, in this moment, uh, looking at her face to face, just these shimmering scales, you do not see a weakness. Okay. Well, I take out the um, icicle dagger. I'm okay. like, Calder has gone very far from me but he's still right at my side. And I take out my icicle dagger and I'm going to use my two weapon fighting. So I'm going to do an attack for my action and attack for my bonus action. Whoa, her, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Just echoing from deep in the pit. What? What did you say? (laughs) 25 to hit. 25 does hit. Are you going to tell me that it doesn't work for some reason? No, you can go ahead and do your damage. Nice. You can go ahead and do your Go damage. ahead and do your damage. See what happens. Maybe it'll be good. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just going to do, I'm going to do a third level smite. Okay. And nice. I'm going to do um, a flourish to get some AC. Sick. Yeah, Kelly, um, you are 80 feet in the air face to face with this a golden serpent of starfire. Um, and you rush forward, ice dagger in one hand, uh, luck blade rapier in the other hand, um, and swing with your rapier first. 31 damage. Nice. 31 damage. Uh, Callie, you stab into a scale. Only by nature of the luck blade Uh being a magical item is the only reason it doesn't shatter. You see, as you go to thrust forward, it bends but does not break. Uh, But you do this burst of energy, and once again, like Saul, you see that it it looks like it does have some effect. Like there's a little bit of an indentation. You see like this tiny little scratch after you hit her. And it does look like you did some damage, but that it wasn't fully effective. Okay, um, then maybe I won't use my icicle dagger. Um, Do I see a spot that I could face step onto? Like, is this armor that I could like face step onto and get inside her. She doesn't have her mouth open right now. Mm-hmm. The scales are tightly packed together. The only way to, without a better way of saying it, get inside her <laughs> would be to go in her mouth or in her nose. Okay, okay. then can I hold my movement and whenever she talks next, <laughs> jump inside her fucking mouth? Sure. <laughs> you see, she looks at you suspiciously. <laughs> I don't feel good about this. This isn't how I want to prove myself worthy of her. I don't do that after all. Okay. Um, I'm not in range to give anyone bardic, so I guess I just um, eh, fuck it. I'll I'll take a swing with Sick. the uh, <laughs> with the ice dagger. With the ice dagger. Yes. Also a 25 to hit. Uh, hits. I will do another third level smite. <laughs> Ill advised. This time I'm like angling away from arcane smite and towards serpentine smite. Mm. 
Just 21 damage. 21 damage. Once again, it does not look like it has a full effect, but I will say, as you sort of try to lean into drawing power from the serpent and drawing power from the wild, you see... um, there was that younger serpent that had jumped up into the sky and joined uh, its mother up in the night sky as like a smaller constellation. Mm-hmm. You see, as you swing the ice knife forward, um, it flies down and gathers around you, and there's a burst of stars as you swing into the Ooh. serpent queen. Oh, sick. What was that? Callie, what happened? <laughs> it's just down in the pit. <laughs> I think I broke my dagger. <laughs> Hold on, I'm digging to Calder. <laughs> that was a gift. <laughs> you can't get mad at me for breaking a gift. I didn't do it on Yes, I'm in, a ba- I'm in a bad place. That's not really a gift if you're going to get mad about it. You open her mouth, Callie, now. I'm just in a bad mood. God damn it. I look into her mouth, really consider jumping in. God, this is how I want to pledge myself to someone. All right. After Callie's turn, that is the Serpent Queen's turn. First things mm. first. Um, okay, we've got the two dudes down in the pits. Yeah. Um, she's right. going to go ahead and just Pit try crew. to slam her body into Calder and just crush him harder in the pit. <laughs> okay. Uh, which arguably Calder might be into. <laughs> would that be bludgeoning damage? Uh, that would be an attack and that would be bludgeoning damage, but we'll see if she hits first. Uh, only 16 to hit. That misses. Misses. Nice. Uh, yeah. Slams into the ground next to you the and you're able to misses. roll out of the way. <laughs> you're in this terrifying claustrophobic space um, where uh, the land has gone up around you um, and uh, you've got this giant serpent slamming down trying to get to you. Okay. Hey, I'm already down here. That's fine. <laughs> um, and then she's going to try to do the same thing to Saul. Uh, and she rolls with disadvantage. I misses both of you guys. You're too far away. <laughs> she's too big. Whose fault is that? Both of you get up here. Uh, she's going to then go ahead and take a bite attack against Callie. Mm. My AC is 26 right now. Jesus Christ. Uh, she fully misses. Uh, Callie, you see. As she, as she misses with her bite, I look into the mouth. You look into the mouth? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me another perception check. 15. 15. Uh, Callie, you see enormous glowing fangs, just rows and rows of these very dangerous teeth. Um, but beyond it, you see pink muscle. Uh, after God, the it, serpent's turn, that is Calder's turn. Calder, you are down in a pit. Okay. How hard will it be for me to get into her mouth? Oh my God. You are 140 <laughs> feet away. <laughs> Okay. She's 80 feet so, up near right. Callie and you're 60 feet in the ground. What are you saying about my mouth? <laughs> Forget it. Do I have anything with that? Ooh. Okay. So if, if I, but if I move 20 feet, I could theoretically hit her mouth with, with a scorching ray, which, oh. which we're calling uh, an ice ray. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. You could definitely uh, hit her with a spell. Then I'm going to do that. I'm going to climb 20 feet. Uh, or move 20 feet towards her mouth and okay. cast uh, Freezing Ray. You start uh, climbing up her scales of starfire. Um, you feel your hands burning underneath you. You hold your hand up and begin shooting Freezing Rays at her mouth. Here's the deal I'll make you, Calder. Mm. You'll have to roll with disadvantage if you're trying to hit like the inside of her mouth, like the roof of her mouth. I guess I'll do that. Sick. <laughs> That's was already a bad gamble. I rolled a three. <laughs> you accidentally shoot some ice right in front of you and begin sliding down her scales. I Fuck scoop me. up the ice onto my broken ice dagger. What's going on down it's there? It's all fixed. It's all fixed. Thank you. Okay, as 
the last thing I do then, uh, I don't use you get my you, you get you get three I shots. Yeah, you I get think. two more. So right. take two more. Yeah. Mm, hell yeah. All right. That's a twenty-six and a twenty-four. You got it. Uh, you Woo. hit with that one. Um, so yeah, Hell you yeah. shoot as she says, what's going on down there? <laughs> you shoot a perfectly timed freezing ray. Uh, go ahead and do your damage. Eight, believe it or not. <laughs> Is she down? <laughs> Eight damage. Callie, you are face to face with her. As she opens her mouth to speak and Calder shoots a freezing ray from below, that shoots up and hits her directly in the roof of, of the mouth. And you see she reacts a bit. She shakes her head. Ah, my gums, my sensitive gums. Oh my, Callie, she has sensitive gums. I d- don't okay, tell anyone that. I was she already thinking gingivitis. I was going to I, and then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I floss all the time. Callie, she brushes too hard. Her gums are exposed. She has receding gum lines, Callie. Shit. Uh, you still have one more shot, Calder. One more shot, okay. That is a 21 and a 25. Does the 21 hit? The 21 does hit. Yes. Seven. Seven damage. Uh, seven real ass damage. <laughs> ah, leave my teeth alone. <laughs> it's going to hurt if you keep on moving like that. Just let us get at the root of the cause. <laughs> uh, and I'll also use my bonus action to command uh, Callie to take an attack. Yeah. You know, the vulnerable gums. Whoa. Whoa. Callie, you, you have a reaction. And that's a charge on Ultras' helm, I believe. Whoa. Nice. Yes, use my power. Go for the gums, Callie. 15 is going to miss. 15 is going to miss. Ah. Uh, Callie, you go to swing at her. Uh, she quickly closes her mouth, um, and your sword just pinks off her powerful scales. That was a gift. <laughs> <laughs> um, after Calder's turn, that is the lair action. She's Woo. once again going to do the worm. This is my thing. <laughs> so funny. Uh, she begins slamming into the ground. Uh, everybody give me deck saving throws. 21. 18. 11. Okay. Everyone goes up and down, same as they did last time. Uh-huh. Uh, Callie, you shoot up an extra 30 feet. You are now 110 feet in the air, but you pass your deck save this time. You do not fall prone. Call to remind me your save? Uh, 21. 21, odd number. You continue going down. You actually only fall 20 feet, so you're just back down where you were, 60 feet. Fuck. Uh, so you just <laughs> fall back into the same exact pit. The land doesn't change at all. <laughs> Saul, an 11 fails, and you fall an additional 60 feet. Um, hmm. So you are going to land prone and take nine damage uh, as you hit the ground. Okay, I think that damage will be halved because of an ability I have as a monk. Sick. Um, But yeah, I think I'm still prone. Okay. Uh, Saul, you are now 130 feet deep (laughs) into a pit. Um, Saul. Hello? After the lair action. uh, Oh, sorry. Saul, that should have been your turn, um, but you can take your turn now. Okay. um, Saul uh, quickly pulls out some extra bandages and wraps up his hands so that they're functional. Um, Oh, man, that's not going to do anything. (laughs) Who asked you? I don't know. I just felt like commenting on it. (laughs) I want to try something a little silly. I want to try and like run along the Sherpa Queen's spine to okay. try and get in a position where I'm on her head. I don't know if I can do that in one she, turn. Okay, so her head is up um, 80 feet and you're oh. 130 feet down, so she's 210 feet up. All right, so I'll, I'll use uh, a bonus action, uh, Step of the Wind. Okay. Uh, my movement is halved because I was prone. So you get about within 100 
feet of her head. Uh, Calder, you see from down in the pit, suddenly Saul begins running up her spine, uh, just climbing up this giant serpent, uh, glowing in the night. Um, he's just Careful a- with that thumb, man. <laughs> I thought that when I activated my powers, it would fix it, but it didn't. It made it worse. It's bigger. They're really bloated. Really um, yeah, Saul, you begin um, climbing up her, and I will say, mm-hmm. uh, now that you're gripped to her, you mm-hmm. could do a deck save to like hang on to her so you don't fall any further down. Gotcha. Um, after Saul's turn, that is Callie's turn. Okay, I should have done this sooner. I'm gonna try and jump into her mouth. You're gonna try and jump into her mouth? Okay. Uh, Callie, I'm gonna say that's gonna be uh, essentially like holding your action until she tries to bite. Okay. Great, okay. Callie, you ready yourself. Um, you kind of um, fake going forward, like you're going to attack to kind of goad her. Um, and she is go- She is next. She's going to jump forward and go to take a bite at you. Uh, here's how we'll do this. Why don't we do contested athletics checks? Okay. Uh, she is strong, but does not have proficiency in athletics. Okay. But I rolled pretty damn good. Number to beat is a 21. I got a 21 also. (gasps) Roll off. Okay, so Callie jumps up into her mouth. Uh, She tries to slam her mouth down to stop you from getting any deeper. You are reaching up and grabbing the teeth, trying to stay Uh, in. What are you doing, Callie? (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. The fairy has become the dentist. Okay, that time she just got a 14. I got a 10. You just got a 10. Okay. Um, Callie, you are spit out, um, but I will say that that counts as her bite attack. Um, Callie, you're in kind of a stalemate with her here, um, but she is going to try to slam down on Calder. Um, fuck it. I'm gonna, yes. I have a bonus action still. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I'll just face up into her mouth. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Okay. So yeah. I didn't realize it was gonna be so hard to get into her mouth. I would have just done it from the start. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, yeah, you guys are wrestling back and forth. Fuck uh, it. I don't have time for this. Here. I'm not athletic. Get out of here. You're fucking dexterous. Uh, suddenly you disappear into her mouth. <laughs> Wait. You could do that. Callie, what are you? Know? What are you get doing? Did you face step too, Callie? Uh, you guys see Callie has disappeared inside of the serpent. She's gonna take a slam attack down onto Calder. Uh, she looks really mad now. Get out. <laughs> Twenty to hit Calder. Shield. Shield, Jesus. Uh, nice. Yeah, um, Arcane Shield comes up, um, blasts her back as she attempts to crush you with her body. <laughs> She's going to use her third attack as opposed to going after Saul, who's just running up her back right now. She's going to attempt to constrict Callie. So what? Callie, you <laughs> face step into her mouth. You're like down her throat. You see all this muscle around you. She's going. It's pretty gross. You see the muscle begins to constrict <laughs> as she tries to crush you inside. Yeah, that's right. Constrict me. All you're doing is further recreating the rebirth I'm going to experience. <laughs> the metaphorical rebirth. Uh, Callie, she does not manage uh, to hit you to beat your AC. So once again, you're able to hold your arms out and sort of um, um, wrestle with these muscles as they try to constrict you, um, and you're able to stop it. Um, after her turn, that is Calder's turn. If I shoot uh, more freezing rays at her mouth, am I going to hit Callie? No. Great. Then <laughs> I'll do that. Sick. Okay. Um, I, I will. I will say at this point, um, you won't do it with disadvantage anymore because she is fully coughing and hacking, trying to spit yeah. Callie. She's gone. Ah. She's gone. Ah. Me. Ah. <laughs> Thanks, Callie. I'm like a pube in your throat. <laughs> pube in your throat. <laughs> I think we're making a great impression. Uh, it's a 22 to hit. Uh, 22 hits. 
God, it's like I've got a pube in my throat. <laughs> a 22 and 18 and a dirty 20. Only the 22 hits. Fuck me. It's got 21 AC. Nine damage. Nine damage. Uh, does seem to affect her. Um, you see it hits uh, the raw gums between two teeth. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Stop, everyone. You needed this. Your gums are filthy. <laughs> this is a deep cleaning. <laughs> back up to Saul's turn. Uh, Saul, you are running up her back. You are 100 feet away from her head. Uh, if I use another dash action, I can get there because my combined, my normal dash is 90. So I'm going to use a, a bonus action, Step of the Wind. Sick. Which will get me there. Um, and as I approach her head... I want to pull out two grenades, oh. and I want to plug her nostrils with grenades. Oh my god! Good god! <laughs> yeah, you go up. Um, mm-hmm. You you plug grenades into her nose. <laughs> this is not how the trials of the animal lords are supposed to go. <laughs> this is a full body the, cleansing. Grenades up the nose, man! Come on. Um, okay, she's gonna do deck saving throws. Okay, so as an action, you can throw a grenade up to sixty feet. So you can do one grenade uh, as an action. Oh, just one grenade. One grenade as. I was hoping you wouldn't catch that. Yes, I was sitting I here it. being like, set this precedent. No. Yes. I've got two hands, bro. Uh, go ahead. And it, it is 5d6 of damage. So okay, you okay. shove it up her nose. Yeah. Um, it, she does seem concerned right away. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done a neti pot? It's going to be kind of like that. Uh, she fails. Go ahead, go ahead and do the full 5d6. 5d6? So, so funny and stupid. <laughs> Calder's in a hole. Saul is sticking grenades up her nose, and Callie has been swallowed. Callie's done jack shit, but I have a fucking tech bomb on me that I'm going to use in a second. (laughs) Listen, we didn't want to go down this path, but it seems like the mouth is the only option. Orifices are the only way. When you say it like that, it sounds weird. Stop making it weird. I don't feel good about it. Uh, That is 16 damage. 16 damage, sweet. Uh, like the world's most disgusting neti pot, um, a bomb explodes in one of her nostrils, shooting blood out of the other one. I hang onto her uvula so she doesn't sneeze me. Ah, ah. I want to sneeze, but I can't. I want to sneeze so bad, my nose is so itchy. I have to look at the moon. So just quietly says, thank you for this opportunity, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> the noble trials of the animal lords. Um, after that, that's the lair action. Um, I'm going to need deck saves from everybody. Uh, Saul, if you fail this, uh, you'll be flung from Ooh. here. Oh, boy. Do you, do you need a deck save from me? Yeah, I'll say you'll get knocked prone, <laughs> okay. and she could have advantage on you, potentially. Shout out to the two crew. Jesus Christ. Calder, you fall another 80 feet down <laughs> into the pit. Well, that's wait, it's even. Shouldn't I go up? Oh, sorry. Mm. You go 80 feet up. Oh, so you are on level ground. So you're back to where you started. You go. Calder, you oh, just go back to where you were. What an honor to be at zero. <laughs> I get a nine. A nine. Sick. Uh, 14. Callie, you fall prone. Saul, you are tossed Ooh. from her. Um, and you are going to fall 100 feet. Can I see him yes. from through the nostril? Absolutely not. <laughs> the nostril's really big now because I blew it up. You're saying that the nostril's not like a skylight. Because that's uh, just like, I don't know that I buy that. Yeah, it seems like it should be the windshield of a car in a way. <laughs> Calder, as you rise up and um, finally get back on level ground, you look up. You see Callie has disappeared 
Saul is up there shoving bombs into her <laughs> nose, fighting with her. As she's swinging um, and crashing into the ground, you see that Saul is flung off into the night. Um, oh, she, her head was 100 feet in the air, so Saul is going to fall 100 feet. Don't land on your thumb, <laughs> whatever you do. Saul, you fall for 35 damage. 35 damage? Oof. Saul ejects his tongue uh, and it balloons out into an umbrella uh, and he negates all that damage with slow fall. Oh! <gasps> Whoa! Is that, that's a reaction that you use? Yeah. Sick. 40 damage Sweet. reduced. I thought I was going to have to feather, I was sad I couldn't <laughs> feather follow you, but I'm glad I couldn't. Um, yeah, uh, so wow. you um, command this new uh, magical power within yourself. Um, you balloon your tongue out um, and you slow your fall um, and you land next to Calder on the level <laughs> ground down here. Hey, that was insane. <laughs> Wait, was that? Is your body full of hydrogen? What's what happened? I got magic frog gas inside me. I don't get you. I popped my head out of a nostril. Hey, <laughs> oh, Kelly, that was awesome. Oh, thank you, oh, Kelly. By the way, grenades work. <laughs> <laughs> um, after after um, the lair action, Callie, that's back to your turn. Okay. Um, you are uh, inside of this giant serpent. Question is, do I try to attack her or do I just use another grenade? <laughs> So you do see, so here's the weird thing about her is that um, it seems that by creating this corporeal form, she has created a body, but it's not totally real. You know what I mean? Like it's not made for her to digest anything. Mm. So all she's able to do is try to like crush you by controlling her muscles. There's no like acid in here or anything mm. like that. So you're kind of relatively safer it's than you normally would be being inside a giant worm. Just a big wet tube. Just a big wet tube. Actually, it's kind of a dry tube. <laughs> I mean, I really want my metaphorical rebirth to be out of nostril now. <laughs> but that's the only thing I know. What right? are you saying in there? <laughs> what are you allergic to? We need you to sneeze. <laughs> I think I can do more damage just trying to attack her. So, mm. so I'm going to try to just attack her rather Sweet. than use a tech bomb. Cool. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits on the inside. Okay. She has different AC when you're not looking at her scales. Mm. <laughs> Makes sense. That's yeah, true. Believe it or not. Well. Yeah. Believe Exposed it or not. throat. Just stab, stabbing into the inside of someone's throat <laughs> is more damaging than their scales. <laughs> ah, my weakness. <laughs> okay. I use a third level smite uh, for 32 damage. Woo. 32 Ooh. damage. Uh, mm -hmm. You guys from the outside see a glow inside of the serpent's throat um, <laughs> as she reacts and <laughs> hacks and coughs. <laughs> um, that seems to do a lot of damage. You see the muscles uh, around you begin like spasming and like recoiling. And then I think I'm gonna use the ice dagger to try to, I wanna like um, sort of like put it in the nose hairs. I'm going to sneeze. I'm going to sneeze. That's, that's super gross. Kelly, that was a gift. That is a 24 to hit. Uh, 24, yeah, that gets the inside of the nose. <laughs> I'll do a second level. I'm going to snot rocket you out. I'll do a second level smite. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Only 17 damage. Only 17 damage. It does seem to affect her fully, though. <laughs> that is her turn. She's going to try to constrict Callie and with her nostril. With her nostril, she oh come on, what did she do to you? <laughs> she sucks in uh, and tries to hack you out like a loogie. A pube. Jesus Christ! 
shout out to the two crew. She's only done damage to you guys by doing the worm and flinging you guys. <laughs> um, she misses on that. Um, she's going to uh, slam down and try to crush you guys. Uh, that is a 29 to hit Calder. That does it. Sick. Yeah, nothing I can do. Okay, so that is 22 damage, Calder. Was that an intentional uh, bludgeoning damage? <laughs> that was intentional bludgeoning damage. You could take off three from that. <laughs> That's right. Only and 19, motherfuckers. Holy shit, that guy down there is good at wearing armor. <laughs> Um, then it's going to take a slam on Saul. Uh, that's 22 to hit Saul. Oh, disadvantage. She hasn't hit you yet. Yeah. Uh, still uh, still hits. She hits? 22 is the lower one, yeah. Good. I can finally use my hellish rebuke. Sick. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Did I already use my reaction for this round? You did. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a reaction. Shit. Okay, I just take it. Okay, you just get <laughs> I block it with my hands again. Absolutely <laughs> slammed. You, you put your hands out and yell <laughs> no. hellish rebuke and nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> you played right into my trap again. <laughs> Blood just sprays from your broken fingers as you try to cast out the you. Uh, you take 30 damage uh, as wow. you slam. Okay. Yes, when I hit, I actually do damage, believe it or not. Very Scary. impressive, ma'am. Um, after the Serpent Queen, that's Calder's turn. Uh, so okay. Calder, her um, head is 100 feet up in the air, um, and you are on level playing ground here. <laughs> level ground, finally. Okay, so I'm going to grow... Ice skates on my feet and cast Expeditious Retreat. Sick. Mm -hmm. That means I should be able to get close to her head this round, right? If I... If you if you are just uh, running for it, if you've got a speed of 30, you can get 90 feet. Okay. I'm going to go the full way. Full Sick. 90. Uh, you go full 90 um, and you get, uh, you skate up um, her scales. Uh, Saul, you see from down below the silhouette of Calder in the night going up the starfire scales, climbing her body, um, and you get up to her head. Apollo Ono style. Apollo <laughs> Ono style. Wow. And then I will action surge. Sick. Woo! I will say, I said her head was like 50 feet long. I'll say getting within 10 feet of her, you can make swings with your sword. All right, sick. Because she is coughing and sneezing. I keep popping in and out of the nostril Stop. <laughs> with every breath. God, it's like getting a COVID test. <laughs> Just cut it Stop out. Stop her, Calder. <laughs> uh, I will also call on Ultras and use <gasps> his strength for both of these attacks. Whoa. Sweet. Mm. Uh, go ahead and add two more charges to the helm, uh, and you can add a D12 to each of these attacks. Okay. So that is a 25 to hit. Hits. The other one's only a 19. Okay, 19 misses. Okay. Fuck me, I rolled a two on the D12. Yikes. Uh, 14 damage. 14 mm. damage. Um, you hear Ultras laugh in your head. <laughs> you're, the, you're the one that missed with your strength. <laughs> I didn't miss. Let me out. Let me out and I'll show you how much I hit. Um, you do see, though, with your slash, um, you do actually affect her, and she recoils and reels back, and you have to hang onto her scales to not be thrown off. I can't Whoa. wait to punch inside that guy's mouth. Um, after Calder's turn, that's Saul's turn. Saul, back on the ground. Yeah, I'm just going to rinse and repeat. Uh, I'm going to do Step of the Wind, uh, prepare another grenade. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, launch you get, it into her nostril. You get flung off, hit the ground horribly hard, <laughs> jump back up, just up, 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 climb back, back on the horse. horse. The grenade hits me in the face <laughs> uh, she's, as I go. peer out of her nostril. I'm actually going to cover this one in paprika. <laughs> ah, ah. 
Uh, she rolls a three, uh, just blows up in her nose. My eye stagger is all caught up in her nose hair. Oh, come on, Callie. Why does a snake have nose hair? If he's, if she's going to give that back, she's, she's done you a disservice. She manifested yeah. this physical form and gave herself nose hair. <laughs> It's be- it's really soft nose hair. <laughs> it's like lying in like Irish grass. <laughs> Ooh, Callie, save some. I can use it for knitting. <laughs> what are you two talking about? I look at it stuck up yeah. in my icicle dagger and I think, yeah, I think I'm going to save you some. <laughs> Please roll your damage. Uh, 18 points of damage. Sick. Um, yeah. Uh, once again, explodes uh, after Saul's turn. That is the lair action. Callie is inside, so can just fall prone, doesn't really affect her, but everybody go ahead and give me deck saves. Okay. Uh, Calder and Saul, this time, yep. we don't have to worry about you guys going deeper into the land, but you do have to worry about getting flung off. Uh-huh. Four. 16. 16 passes. Calder, you yes. hang on. 12. <sighs> Saul, you are once again <laughs> flung 100 feet off you of her. You did say rinse and repeat. <laughs> I'll say the, the, the Sisyphus has nothing on you. The frog. explosion from the grenade uh, blows Saul off of the uh, serpent. I can't tell if she sneezed or if a grenade went off. Thirty-seven damage, Saul. Slow fall it again. Slow fall it again. Sweet yep. uh, reaction to slow fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're able to absorb the damage once again. <laughs> balloon tongue land on the ground. You can do this all day. I tip my imaginary hat. He is my least favorite. <laughs> Let me just say that. There's someone inside of me killing me, and he is my least favorite. <laughs> I have six more grenades. Um, Callie, I am going to say, actually, that as you fail, you feel yourself slip away from the nose um, and begin falling into the abyss, sliding down her body inside. Grab onto the nose hair. (laughs) After the lair action, that is Callie's turn. Um, Can I crawl back up to the nose hair just for flavor? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Okay, crawl back up to the nose hair. Callie falls into the abyss. It's super cool and scary and cinematic. She uses her movement to climb back up and rip out the serpent's nose hairs. And then I grab onto my icicle. Ah, I thought, I, thought this I swallowed you. Soft, you, soft ah, serpent I'm going nose. to sneeze, but I can't. It's not nose hair. It's nose silk, I think. Oh. <laughs> and then I'm going to take out my luck blade and try and uh, like Christ. shave off the this nose is, silk. This is foul. Go oh. ahead and make your attack. 19, does that hit? Uh, 19 hits on the inside, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to weave you a silk scarf, Callie. <laughs> I'm going to do a second level serpentine silk smite. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and a bardic. Flourish. And a flourish. Hey, yeah, you see this scarf? It's pure snake hair, man. <laughs> it's pure snake nose hair. <laughs> you wouldn't think it, but they've got a lot. <laughs> 28. Okay. And then I'm going to do... You guys see on the outside, her mm-hmm. scales begin cracking and light begins shooting out. Oh. Uh-oh. And then I'm going to try to use the ice dagger. Uh, you stab in uh, with the ice dagger. Yeah, to shave off more nose silk. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're welcome for that, by the way. My crit. <laughs> Give her the silk. Jesus Christ. I'm going to do another second level smite on the nose silk. <laughs> is the baby serpent just watching all of this? <laughs> the baby serpent isn't able to talk or anything, but you see it blinking and just staring at the whole scene, looking kind of confused. Just majestic and confused. It's beautiful, isn't it? 40 damage. Callie, finish. 
the serpent queen. Yes. Okay. I saw like almost like I'm making cotton candy. I like <laughs> oh, <laughs> What the fuck? It's too you much. Her swinging around her nose. Oh, no silk. Oh. And I get it like real good and sticky and then I rip. Oh, <laughs> so visceral. I hate it. So you guys see from the outside, the serpent queen begins glowing from the inside as she begins pulling in a terrible sneeze. Just, uh, 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 uh. Uh, you see beams of light begin shooting through her cracked scales, eventually shattering as she lets out a mighty sneeze, exploding Callie out of her mouth, expelling her. Um, you guys all crash into the ground as you see uh, her scales break apart and she explodes into pure starfire. Um, you see she shoots back up into the sky and scatters, once again forming the constellation. I that was weird. cradle my bouquet <laughs> of serpentine star silk. I, Sinus that silk. Was, <laughs> that was weird, you guys. That was... Yeah. I... I want to say well done, but I think in, in all honesty, I don't I don't know that I can. I feel where, like right. okay, can I just ask you like where did you see this going? Right? Because you're acting like wow, that's so weird, but you also set well, us up to enter your offices. Okay, well, you yeah, did the worm. You were doing the worm. I was you doing I, the worm. I, I you agree. started this. I agree that I was doing the worm. I can admit that the worm that was on me making it silly. But my thought You set the tone. Okay. Yeah, my performance review was that this was about like journeying into the belly of the beast mm. and kind of being brave and charging forward into the unknown mm -hmm. to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. But you guys you know, use the use the O word a lot, orifice, and then we're pulling at nose hairs. I don't know that. I don't know that that needed to happen necessarily. <laughs> Points for creativity, though. I feel like Callie gets two booms. I passed the nose silk to Saul for him oh. to get started. <laughs> he starts balling it up into a little yarn ball. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I do need new boots. <laughs> I have to. I have to like all of you. So if everyone could stop talking. A lot of people say that. <laughs> all right. Well, regardless of how things went down. You have proven yourself worthy. You guys feel the wind around you begin to pick up as she sucks in and blows out a great breath, sprinkling you with stardust, Callie. Um, and as this surge of energy flows through you, you feel your monostone beginning to come out of your belly, like extract. Uh, would you like to keep it or destroy it? What I want to do is I want it to sort of like shatter and cover me like body glitter or like so I look dewy but also starry um it shatters into stardust and encapsulates you in this glittery shine and you hear the serpent queen goes hmm yes this suits you and Callie, you have been freed from the network and uh, claimed your own power. You have also earned a boon and can take a feat. You can take either Sentinel or Mounted Combatant. Ooh, oh, a Mounted Combatant. And Callie, as, as you feel this new power, as your monostone shatters and you see this starfire swirling around you, you hear the Serpent Queen 
uh, speak, and she speaks to all of you. She looks at all three of you and goes, We are bound now. Our destinies intertwined, much like nose hairs around a sword. <laughs> thinking the same thing. I know, we I were all thinking, thinking it, so I just said it. <laughs> I gave you a boon for passing my test, but consider this a token of friendship. You see, she sends down the smaller serpent, who once again appears as a constellation. It's the one that you had saved, the smaller serpent. Um, it flies over each of you and sprinkles stardust. And um, as you guys are all filled with power, you all gain access to a new spell. Um, oh. Calder, you feel that as this power enters you, you suddenly disappear and rematerialize 30 feet away in a shimmer of stars, and you have learned the spell Misty Step. Yes! Wow. Can we call it Frosty Step? Frosty <laughs> yeah. Step. Yeah, you see Frost is left behind uh, where uh, Calder has just disappeared. I put a, up a uh, slippery when wet. <laughs> so. Always good to be careful. Careful over there. Um, Saul, your throat sack fills with starfire and you let out a burst of energy from your mouth that empowers your allies. Uh, Calder and Callie, you guys feel emboldened just being around Saul. And Saul, you have learned silvery barbs. Ooh. Um, and you can use this once per day uh, and you can recharge it with two key points whenever you'd like. Uh, and silvery barbs... Uh, is a spell, uh, it's a reaction. You magically distract the triggering creature and turn its momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature. The triggering creature must re-roll the d20 and use the lower roll. So it's almost like a um, uh, a luck point or something like that where you can make somebody re-roll. Nice. You can then choose a different creature you can see within range. The chosen creature has advantage on the next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw it takes within one minute. A creature can be empowered by only one use of the spell at a time. Uh, yeah, Saul just breaks into a beautiful frog song, which enemies would find hideous and weird, but my allies find beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you guys do. You guys were a little disgusted by hearing uh, Saul call out to the bigger frog that was... Um, calling him a baby um but you feel yourself enchanted by this frog song you're kind of being won over by it it's actually yeah it's nice and bassy it kind of it kind of rips um and callie you see the constellation of the baby serpent disappears and you suddenly feel yourself jolt up as it materializes underneath you in a corporeal form. You have learned find a steed, uh, and this is an avatar of the serpent that you saved. Um, this has warhorse stats. Oh my God, I was literally like, well, I can't really take mounted. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why I offered mounted combatant. Wait a minute. So Callie, now you can do the worm whenever you want. <laughs> You're right. I do the worm on the worm. <laughs> You're right. The only thing that was stopping me was my mental block. <laughs> now you that I have a steed underneath me, I feel confident enough to do it. It's absolutely Go, synchronized. It looked so weird and unsettling. <laughs> we really have grown. <laughs> ah, the worm also turns. <laughs> you see, as you do the worm on top of the worm um, with a sword full of nose hair, the serpent queen just looks at you from the constellation. There's just a, an awkward beat. 
Yes. Well I, done. I think I'm, uh, I take a break from doing the worm <laughs> and get really serious. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's all breathe. Let's all take a, let's all take a breath. Howdy, Nadpoles. Caldwell here. I'm recording this ad literally hours before going to the airport on a trip to visit some family in New York. And if you're wondering, no, I have not packed my bags yet. Packing stresses me the hell out because I have to do wardrobe math about how many shirts and pants and underwear to bring. And uh, let me tell you, folks, I always get it wrong and I always pack too much. That being said, there is one thing that always goes into my suitcase without a second thought, and that is my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon offers amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there. Which is good because it means I can go on a jog and not worry about them falling out and getting sucked into a sewer grate. Although I guess that's probably how the Ninja Turtles get their earbuds, so if some mutant creature living in the sewer happens to get them, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. But thanks to Raycon, it's not something I ever even need to concern myself with. So, if you're also going on a trip soon and are looking to bring along the perfect pair of earbuds, go to buyraycon.com slash pawpaw today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That is right, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. All right, thanks for listening and have a great trip. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Let's all get really serious. Just uh, turning on a dime. Can I see, like, if I touch this steed, do I see in the sky where the serpent is? Like, yeah. Like, does affecting the avatar, like... Yeah, I'll say it? that as as you pet the serpent, you see the stars shimmer in the sky, like across the serpent's back. Okay, Um. so I think since I feel like this avatar, like, it can, it can sort of, like, hear me fire this avatar i think i whisper in its ear like okay little one you and me we're gonna get your siblings back and i just see if it has any effect on it like does it hear yeah you see um it looks up at you with these big curious eyes and then you see the constellation of it um begins kind of swirling and sparkling uh you see it 
breaks apart um, and forms three little serpents that hang up in the sky. Uh, but then you see the two other ones, uh, the stars fall out of the sky and break apart. Oh, so heartbreaking. Okay, well, I know I did you wrong once, but I'm going to do you right now. Um, but I want to know, I'm here, I'm in your service, but what do you want of me? Do you want devotion? Or do you want vengeance against the people who did this to you and your siblings? Or do you want redemption? Callie, much like your connection with Foster, where Foster doesn't speak, but you get certain feelings and you can kind of feel like an intuition, you lock eyes with the serpent and you hear the word protection. Protection. I can work with that. And yeah, you feel this um this serpent was sent to the material plane to return the Fey wild to the wild if the Fey were to abuse the land, essentially. And the world has changed greatly. The serpent was manipulated, it was used as a weapon, but it still has this sense that it wants to protect the wild, that it wants to protect the natural cycle. And now that it's bonded to you, it sees Eladrin and humans as as animals, as like part of the wild that it needs to protect and help uh, in this upcoming fight against against the machines, against the growing network. Okay. I I hear you, I feel you. I give it a little pet, and I think that's as much of an answer as I need. Um, you see, it swirls around you as starlight and stardust <gasps> gathers around you. Callie, what did it say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear my side of the conversation? Yeah, I heard you ask the question. I didn't hear anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, what do you need of me if I'm like yeah. sort of like your knight? Um, and I exactly think it gave me... What I heard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it gave me a pretty clear answer. I Amazing. Path forward. Cool. Yeah, but Calder, get over here because this starlight is like cool. It's cold. It's like you. Really? Yeah, it oh. reminds me of you. <laughs> Calder jogs Can I over. put some of it on my hands? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God, your thumb. That's what that was. I thought you were holding a rotten banana with a fucking chicken wing po- poking uh, out of it. Don't show me that. God, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you think that's bad, you should see the other hand. <laughs> it's even worse. It's a bunch of rotten bananas. Uh, yeah, you see the starlight wraps around Calder and Saul as well. And called, and Saul, you're... Um, Fingers snap back into place. <laughs> and Calder, you feel the, the cold light. Uh, yeah, can I lay on hands onto Saul's hands? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> lay on thumb. Hands on hands. <laughs> Just a very slow high five. <laughs> you guys see you're having this discussion amongst yourselves as this giant constellation of a serpent is in the sky. And she just goes, well, um, I send you onward with the blessings of the serpent. Um, I think I curtsy politely and I say, I've pledged myself to your child. So in a way I'm pledged to you and I hold out a shooting star flower, which is, uh, it's a wildflower that grows in wetlands and places with enough moisture. Um, you hold out the flower. Uh, you see 
uh, it disappears um, and appears on her head. Whoa. She goes, pledged yourself to my child. Very well, grand baby snake. <laughs> <laughs> Go now. Return your world to its natural order. And her eyes glow kind of menacingly, or I will do it for you. Uh, and she uh, scatters back into wow. a million stars that disperse into the sky. Um, you see the land rumbles and rearranges itself to a level grassy plain. And you guys are left alone here on this impossibly starry night. Wow. This, I think I make another star map, right? Yeah. Didn't Ooh. I do that one time? Yeah, yes, on did. the beach. Yeah, this is quite possibly the most perfect opportunity to do this. <laughs> yeah. Someone give me a piece of paper or parchment or <laughs> an animal you skin. You see Foster throws up a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, punch out, take you all I night. punch out little holes to look like the night sky. Yeah. This is definitely a day to remember. Yeah, this is one to keep. Yeah, let's, let's sleep out under the stars. Yeah, Sweet. that sounds good. Yeah, you guys... Um, Take out your bed rolls. Uh, you don't even need to set up a tent. You can set up a little fire for some warmth and uh, cook some dinner if you'd like. But Ooh, um, it's I a perfect night. There's no bugs out or anything like that. I think that the the piece of paper that uh, Foster threw up is from my empty Who Am I journal. Oh, wow. And I think in this moment, I realized that I was like, like I was asking the wrong question. I was asking who I am when I should have been asking like, what do I want to do? And yeah, so I'm yeah. just like, Good fucking riddance. <laughs> Who needs navel gazing when you could be stargazing? <laughs> uh, you furiously poke uh, through the paper. Um, while we're sitting all around, I think because Saul was the only one that kept his monostone. Yeah. I think he's going to take some of the snake floss uh, and attach it and make a little necklace for himself so that he can kind of remember where he came from, but also where he's going. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Saul, you make a little necklace. Uh, you guys see it glows against the fire uh, from the campfire. Mm -hmm. Um, and Kelly, um, you feel um, in the Beastlands, you feel kind of a, a stronger connection to Foster, maybe even than you had before. Um, and you feel Foster hops up into your lap. Um, but here, instead of feeling kind of warm and fluffy like he normally does, it feels a little bit cold. Are you okay? I think I like, mm, like when, you've, when you're trying to like um, warm up a child. Yeah. I like, do like that little rubbing of the shoulders. You see, you see Foster looks okay, but you feel as you pet him to warm him up, your hands turn blue like a winter electron. Oh, that's why. Mm, that's really nice. I think I just, um, I think I just scoop him up and cuddle him because I'm, I'm taking comfort in his origin. Uh, you cuddle up with Foster and you guys all go to bed for the night. But Calder, you do have some charges on your helm. Okay. So I use three charges, I believe. Yes, you use three charges. So Calder, you fall asleep, probably feeling a little bit more comfortable after getting all these powers from the Beastlands, after facing your fears with these giants and everything, these boastful um, huntsmen. Um, you go to sleep and you close your eyes and you find yourself once again on this icy plain, but you look around and see that the force field is gone and you just oh. see this dot in the distance charging towards you, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Oh. 
I'm coming for you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Why'd you start so far away? No more magic between us. It's not my choice where you show up. It's a dirty 20. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, okay. Whew. You see, um, as he gets uh, about like 100 feet away from you, still charging uh, for you, uh, this very long gate uh, coming for you, earth quaking underneath you. Uh, you are able to kind of stumble back, concentrate, think about going back into your body, think about going back to Callie and Saul, and whew, you wake up the next morning. God, yeah, I think even as I'm making fun of him, I'm just like... I'm wondering why hasn't it worked yet? Why haven't I left yet? Why <laughs> it always happens one second after I think uh, I'm dead. Um, so yeah, so you guys wake up. Uh, it's a bit disorienting because it is still nighttime. So you wake up, still exactly the same starry sky. Hold on, check the star map. Did they move? <laughs> Did they? It looks I like, hold it up against the sky. It looks a little different. It looks like the Serpent Queen may have been doing the worm a little bit in the middle of the night. <laughs> Wow. You guys didn't see that, did you? I thought I saw everyone with their eyes oh, that's, closed. That's just your thing. That's all. I'm, I'm a serpent. I actually was trancing, yeah. so. Oh, God. You saw the whole thing then. I saw you practicing to see how many undulations Shit. you could get. Um, and you guys, uh, after a bit, after you uh, wake up and kind of get your bearings, suddenly the ground begins rumbling. And the great tree that houses Oberon suddenly bursts from the ground and grows rapidly. You see the canopy of leaves quickly emerges over you, um, blocking your view of the sky, and roots grow beneath your feet. And a moment later, you see Oberon creaks out of the tree. Greetings. Good morning. I didn't see anything weird. (laughs) (laughs) Then you weren't watching that fight. (laughs) Yeah. I actually did see some weird stuff. <laughs> I flip my hair over my shoulder and you see that I used some nose silk like extension. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh, oh Callie. Yeah, wow. nothing weird happened. I only have to trance for four hours, so I had like four hours to work <laughs> on these extensions. Silvery face. She threw out her journal and she had a glow up. <laughs> yes. Well, If you desire passage back to your world, I can grant that to you. Is there a price? Three (laughs) dollars. Okay. Anyone have American dollars? I've got a lot of gold, but what is it? A dollar? I need cash. Um, I press the digitation of an envelope with three dollars, three American dollars in it. Holy shit! Wait, is it three each or three total? They actually did it. Um, (laughs) I'll give this to you on the other side. This was it was a goof. Oberon, do you? know what's going on back on the material plane um do you have any idea like how the crick is um if things are safe things are settled like what are we going to be materializing into yeah Mm. well my access to the material plane is mostly through foster so Mm. i haven't seen much what about ollie Mm. are you allowed to tell me Your sister is getting in over her head and beginning to see the dark side of the family business. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. How's she look, though? 
I I don't really think of her like that. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a fucking I'm just tree. Saying, I feel a little competitive, so I just okay. want to like make sure. All right, well, that I meet just like, her me, where okay, she is. So let me try sense? to make this clear to you guys. Objectively, <laughs> okay. whose hair is longer? You can at least say that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. kind of what I'm Your asking. Hair is Thank you, Carter. Longer. <laughs> Does she look tired? Yes, I do the worm on my worm. (laughs) You do the worm on the worm. (laughs) Let me, I am, I'm like a tree, right? So you asking me who looks better would be like looking at like a grape and an orange and being like, who's more attractive? Like, Uh it's just, I'm just not there, if that makes sense. You're calling us petty and you asked us for $3 to transport (laughs) us. That was, that, you have to admit that was funny. <laughs> a tree good. asking for $3. That's hilarious. Yeah, $3, yeah. $3, yes. $3. Think about it. Yeah, it's really um, good. Callie, I meant to ask you this last night, but, you know, we've got a choice between the Feywild and Iron Deep. It seems like things might be more pressing in the Feywild. I don't think so, though, because, um,. If she feels like she's getting in over her head, that doesn't mean that she has a super expensive egg on her hands, right? Right. Unless, Oberon, can you tell us that? She does not have the egg. Okay. She doesn't. So I think it's not as pressing as Iron Deep. Okay. If, if you're all right with that decision, just letting you know that if you want to head that way, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I think I'm like willfully still avoiding my sister until I feel like I can fucking kick <laughs> gotcha, her ass. Gotcha. <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> I don't mind delaying it. <laughs> All right, let's take the long way around then. Um, sweet. Um, you see that um, Oberon gestures a long branchy finger to his tree and the bark begins to break apart, creating an archway. And beyond it, you can see the light of the morning sun hitting the creek. That looks idyllic. Yeah, let's go through one more mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Another metaphorical rebirth. <laughs> Here it comes. You guys bid goodbye to Oberon, enter the tree, um, and exit the other side, instantly hit with the muggy air of the creek. Um, oh, there we go. <laughs> it looks like it's, it's morning here. You see the sun hangs low in the sky. It does seem like time has probably passed similarly here as it did in the Beastlands, so you've probably been gone a day. Mm. And as you guys enter the Crick, uh, I'm going to do a little recap because we've been away from the Crick for a few weeks of real time. So Mm -hmm. here's the situation as it stands in the Living Wood based on everything you know. So Glenn has been presenting as a green dragon elf, but is secretly a Crick elf who resents his people's passivity. Uh, He's been sowing chaos in the Living Wood, hoping to force the Crick elves into a war. Despite some setbacks, he's still likely to succeed. Glenn has been faking void elf attacks on the blue dragon elves for some time and the powerful faction has been hunting for the crick ever since the massacre at the summit is likely to get back to them and when they find out that there are traitors in their midst they're likely to blame the void elves uh, the supposed thorn in their side Uh, to make matters worse the blue elves have shroomrot queen umberspore's brother in captivity and he knows how to get to the crick it may take some time to extract the information from him through magical means but eventually they'll figure out how the crick portals work so that's where we are now there's chaos in the living wood 
peace was always tenuous. Once the Blues find out about the traitors, they're liable to go nuclear and try to wipe out the other factions, putting the Crick in danger. Um, but back to you guys. You guys have just returned to the Crick. You see that you are in the same area that you were when you left. There's still a rune circle where the spell was cast, um, but there's no one here. Uh, it's been a day, but it's a bit strange that no one waited around because you're just, you know, less than a mile outside of the town. Mm. Um, everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Okay. 22. 16. Okay. 19. Sweet. Um, good perception checks. Um, you guys look around. Um, you're outside of the town square, um, a little bit far away from it. So it's not crazy that you don't hear a ton of noise. But yesterday when you arrived, you could definitely hear music right away. You hear that there is no music. You can make out some noise, but it does, it sounds like something's off. Like the vibe is off. The crick is usually loud and rowdy. And you hear a gathering of people, but you don't hear singing or revelry or them welcoming somebody or something like that and they're a happy boisterous people it does not seem like a happy boisterous vibe um and with an above 20 roll calder you notice someone sitting alone um not near the rune circle looks like he was off by himself um away from the rune circle uh you see a gangly old crick elf uh, your friend Bumpy uh, is just in the woods by himself, looking off in deep thought. Hey, 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 Bumpy. Oh. Uh, you uh, shout out, hey, Bumpy. Uh, you see, he looks kind of startled. Didn't even notice you guys coming back. You can assume there was some kind of kind of magical force when you guys came through the portal. Uh, and he he looks kind of startled, is kind of knocked out of his trance, and gets up. Oh, oh, hey, hey, guys. Um, Hey, Bumpy. He, he walks yeah. over to you guys. You good? Well... Things have gotten um a little complicated in the past uh twenty four hours or so. Where's Mima? Mima's uh yeah she had to uh deal with something in the town square. Is that something, Glenn? He nods. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Oh. Glenn. Uh, Glenn came back. He showed up. Last night, as an envoy, said that he had an army to lend to the Crick for when the Blues come for us. We said to him, you know, we don't want to negotiate with you. You're kind of like a war criminal who's who's working against us. So we'll we'll do you the the solid of of letting you go, or we're gonna have to we're gonna have to capture you. And he. Just kind of let us capture him willingly. He's in the the timeout tree right now. God, this is so hot that he let you capture him willingly. <laughs> it, it, it was kind of confident. Is it? I fucking pace. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> paces around. I feel like I'm fucking having trouble keeping up with what's hot. <laughs> pace it's hot really, and bothered. It's if you were there, you would have solved it. Yeah. It was hot. I think it's just like anything he does is hot. It's just so it's hot. like it's the confidence. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird too because when he was like also in like, the little cell that he's in, like we didn't take any of his clothes off, but he took his shirt off. <laughs> okay, All right. so he's kind of like just like listening so there under high torchlight. Status is like willingly submissive. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like hot. Bumpy, you need to stop 
describing the situation. I'm sorry, yeah. Fucking no, he's, he's glistening for sure. <laughs> anyway, so he he came. We put him in the timeout tree. He's 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 in a cell right now. We sent our scouts ahead, and sure enough, he's telling the truth. There's a bunch of dragons and soldiers set up camp about ten miles out. The greens? Yeah, is it the greens? It's 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 a mix. It's it's I think it's some of the people that were left over from the summit. There's white dragons, white dragon elves, greens, uh, a couple blues, and and look, we they're not that sizable of a force, but we can't really afford to fight him and the blue elves. We're in a tough spot. The old folk circle is gathering tonight to vote on it. Glenn says he was back in the living wood last night and did some recon and thinks we got about two days before the blues show up. But All right. he plays his cards a little closer to the chest when he talks to people like like Meemaw, people in authority. But I don't know, Callie, maybe you can get something out of him. Me? I don't know. You knew him, right? I mean, I think he knew me more than I knew him. I think he put up a visage that I would respond to. Callie, I, I know that you only knew one side of him, but... From what you've said, I feel like he he showed you his true intentions. He showed you some aspect of his true self. We gotta at least give it a shot. Yeah. Callie, the fact that you that you know that he's two-faced means you know him better than you think you do already. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem is both of those faces are fucking gorgeous. I know. He doesn't have a bad side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the abs. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, he's two-faced and like 12 abbed. I know. <laughs> Do you want Bumpy to pretend to be your boyfriend? <laughs> All right. I don't know why I had to come into this. <laughs> Just to make him jealous. I, I guess I could do it too. <laughs> Actually, that would be great. <laughs> that, that would be really, now we're talking You're very Soul. You're frog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If Soul's my fake boyfriend, I think I've got the confidence to do it. <laughs> I guess I'll need a new alias. <laughs> All right. Well, timeout trees just... Just over yonder. You see he um, points out uh, in the distance away from the town square. I cast a third level push-up bra. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Saul makes um, a wig out of uh, dragon nose hair. <laughs> so that you have a beautiful mane? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I uh, freeze Callie's ass so it's like rock hard. <laughs> Insane. Hands in, gang. Squeeze them, squeeze them. Um, you guys go towards the um, timeout tree and you find this dark tree with naked branches, gnarled roots. There is an archway in its trunk beyond which you just see darkness. And outside guarding it, there are two rangers. They look like guards, black dragon masks and leather armor. Um, And after a moment, you see Mima exit the archway and she's helping along an older Crick elf uh, with stringy white hair He looks devastated and is kind of just like staring off. He's got like dark circles under his eyes, stubble, and he's just kind of staring forward. Um, And you see Mima is uh, kind of comforting him, uh, walks out with him, uh, whispers something to him, and he just kind of uh, stays there. And then she walks over to you guys and she goes, oh, hey, sorry, I missed y'all coming back. It's fine. What is happening here? Well, Glenn's 
kind of got us in a tough spot here. He showed up with an army, mm-hmm. and he's essentially offered his services, and the downside is he's threatening us, essentially to swoop in after both sides have diminished each other. Oh, you think it's a play? You think it's not sincere? I, I, I think that he sincerely wants to fight on the side of the Crick Elves. Sorry, let me rephrase that. He wants to lead the Crick Elves into glorious battle. So in a way, it's sort of like a coup. Yeah. He wants to rule over what's left either way. Yeah. Y'all are welcome to talk to him. He's not really giving me anything. Just saying that the ball's in his court and that we're the ones who need help. He's offering help. If we want it, we got it. What do you want, Mima? She looks over at the timeout tree. She looks up at the crick. She looks at the the old man who looks sullen. Uh, she just shakes her head and she goes, Not this. And you see, uh, she turns over to the old man and goes, All right, Cooter, let's get you home. Um, she puts her arm around the old man, oh. and they begin walking back towards the crick. Okay, but I know that's his father. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Mr. Cooter. Uh, you see <laughs> this um, this old crick elf uh, with white hair uh, turns around, and um, despite the fact that he looks like really devastated, he puts on like a smile for you guys uh, and goes, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I-, I forgot my hospitality. My name's Cooter. It's uh, wonderful to meet all of you. Welcome to the crick. I'm so sorry to ask something personally invasive. Right. But Glenn is your son. And yeah. I was wondering what you thought of all this. I know that it's very complicated, but like, I want to respect whatever you need in this situation. So I, I, that's why I'm asking. I appreciate that. You see, just eyes just mouth quivering as he s- smiles with tears welling up in his eyes and he goes let it well, free i give him a hug he let it out. bursts let into it tears out. uh as he hugs you and he goes that's good that's good I, Ooh, my son's just it. as bad as happy it. as ever i was just doing my best i was just trying <laughs> to be a good old folk i know i was just trying to be a good old folk a good old folk i'm just mm-hmm. a good old folk i was, I was just trying to be a good daughter i shouldn't have tried to do that yeah let it all out uh, I was a berry boy once. What? <laughs> I berry fought a Tarrasque while well, I didn't fight him. I handed out berries to people who fought him. Hey, you know what? We hand out potions to each other a lot. That is valuable. That yes. is valid. Do you You're want... a hero in my eyes. Do you want a tech bomb? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could kind of just like throw it at something. I would love to just work <laughs> out some stuff by blowing things up. Like I a berry that explodes. <laughs> I would love to blow some stuff up. If you guys have any bombs, I'll take one. Yeah, give him a bomb. You guys give him a grenade. Thank you so much. This is the best I've felt in a while. No, uh, I, I thought maybe after all these years that he might have softened a bit, but he he blames me as much as ever. What so is he? I'm just about the last person that should be talking to him. Okay. Okay. All right. Well... I'm going to go blow up a mailbox. 
I hope All I get right. to talk to him more. He seems complex and cool. Uh, you see, uh, Cooter walks off with Meemaw, um, and you guys are left in front of the um, timeout tree. Um, you do see Meemaw uh, gestures to you guys, um, gives like a nod to the guards to like let you guys in if you if you decide to go. Okay, I put on my crochet bra that Soul made me. <laughs> I have my track jacket. I make an ice mirror in my hand to show uh, Callie her reflection. <laughs> I like make sure that my new starry body glitter is like catching all the light. And I think that's as much delaying of the inevitable as I can do. Um, I put on some very, very shaky wingtip eyeliner. <laughs> And then I say, let's do this with a very dead smile. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I squeeze Callie's hand. Oh, Saul, remember, you're my boyfriend. Yeah. What's so. your name? He's got uh, a long mane of nose hair. <laughs> <laughs> my name is uh, Swag Daniels. Swag Daniels. Swag that's Daniels. really good. Oh, Saul, you're too good at this. <laughs> Theater kid hand squeezes, everyone. Swag Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and I'll be Swag Daniel's uh, buddy. Okay, what's yeah. your name? Uh, Dag Swaniels. Dag Swaniels, that's really good. Dag We're off to a dog. really good start. Foster looks concerned. <laughs> Glenn won't know it hit him. All right, Callie. Swag and Dag. Swag and Dag. <laughs> Enter the dark archway, um, and you see a stairwell descending beneath the tree. From here, you only have the light from outside to guide your way. And as you walk down, um, you see roots hanging from above. And when you reach the bottom, you are in a mostly dark room. There is a single torch on the wall on this side of the room. And across from it, there is a single cell with powerful roots acting as prison bars. The light of the torch shows a shadowy figure inside um as we approach i'm gonna go ahead and activate my uh visage which mm-hmm. in its new form i think um a pair of like membranes slide over my eyes so they kind of glow a little bit and i grow some little frog horns uh, above my head so i look intimidating but also inquisitive <laughs> classic swag <laughs> swag daniels has entered the room <laughs> I link arms with Swag Daniels. <laughs> and, it, and Swag's best friend, Dag, just calls Swag out. Swag and Dag. Man, Swag. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no one's cooler than you. <sighs> Except maybe your new girlfriend, Calliope. <laughs> I, I love having a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, you hear a voice from the other side of the cell uh, echo through the room and go, Oh, how exciting. It barely feels like captivity with so many visitors. You see the figure moves up against the bars and the warm light hits his face. You see Glenn leaning up against the roots casually, revealing piercing green eyes. Calliope. Are you trying to make me jealous? I'm going to give her guidance. (laughs) I fucking melt into a puddle. (laughs) Glenn, uh, nice to see you so close. Usually you try to stay 
bit more ranged. Right, well, I had a game to play, but now I'm back where I belong. At the Crick. In a cage. Sorry, hey, my name's Dag. (laughs) Your name is Dag? (laughs) Careful how you talk to my best friend. (laughs) Oh, yeah. um, You can call me Mr. Swaniels. Glenn, by the way, this is... (laughs) 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 Swag... (laughs) (laughs) And Dag Swaniels. Okay. Hang on. Are they... Okay, so... (laughs) They're not related because their name's not the same. Yes, but we are in a love triangle, if you're asking. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, we are. I can't do improv. I grip Palmer's hand, and I say, improvise. Fucking improvise. For the sake of my fucking waiting self-esteem, improvise. He's going to do an insight check. You see he narrows in on Calder. <laughs> Dag, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you and Swag, is it? Yeah, me yeah. and Swag are friends. And there's there's but also there's... a love triangle, I think. <laughs> so yeah, why that I just heard about or that I am involved in. Right. That I'm involved in. We're close. <laughs> We're really close. That's really good song. <laughs> All right. Saul grabs Calder's ass. <laughs> Calder goes to lean on a wall and falls because he wasn't as close as he thought he was. Well done. Well done. Well, Calliope, it looks like you've successfully moved on. I'm, I'm proud of you. I didn't do this for you to be proud of me. Hey, I didn't say that. I just said I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. Callie, you've really outdone yourself. You've taken my weapon away, squashed my rebellion, but nevertheless, trouble in the living wood always falls back on the Crick Elves. So as long as there's trouble, I'll get my war. And you see he flashes a bright white smile. Oh, so that's why you're being such a good sport. I would think you would harbor a little more resentment at us. Stealing your weapon. What are you not telling me? Come on, show off a little bit. I know you love to. What have you got up your sleeve? Not that you're wearing a shirt and not that I've noted that or anything. Easy, babe. (laughs) I pay. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, swag and dag. Sorry to be doing this in front of your girl. You see, he's got some like bread and water and he pours some on his chest. Uh, I used to be that water. <clears throat> Stand down, Dag. Uh. I can pour water on my chest. <laughs> it freezes instantly. <laughs> Fuck. Listen, what, what is it you want out of all of this? Do you want to rule the crick? Do you want to be the only one left standing? Why are you pitting everyone against each other? pitting everyone against each other. I just want the Crick Elves to stop hiding and to fight for themselves for once. And what happens to the old folks, Circle, if you get your war? Do you keep them around? Of course not. It's a new generation. And there's a new peepaw in town. You want to be the peepaw? Hmm. I think after all is said and done, it'll be clear who the better leader is. You call yourself a leader. You could call off 
all of the dragons and the elves gathered around your cause. You could avoid so much bloodshed. This this doesn't have to go the way that you think it does. I don't feel an attachment to the current soldiers under my command. You see, after the scene you made at the summit, thank you for that, by the way. Um, You're was, welcome. Yes, of course. Well, the Blue Elves found out about our plot against them and are out for blood. The smaller factions are understandably terrified, so I united who I could and offered them a safe haven. I brought them to the Crick. So, I'll admit, we don't have the power to beat the Blues or the Crick Elves outright, but after a costly battle between the two, who knows? Perhaps we could swoop in at the end, crush the Blues, and force the Crick Elves to surrender. Then I could lead the Crick Elves my way, and we could start a new chapter as the rulers of the Living Wood. I'd rather fight alongside my people, of course, which is why I came to Parlay. But the powers that be have once again made the wise decision of putting me in the corner. I heard you did it willingly. Well? I think I'm very suspicious about the fact that he submitted to this. So can I do like a perception on this? Yeah, go ahead and- On this cage. Go ahead and do a perception check. It's a 10. Um, Ten. While she's doing that, can I use my visage to whisper into Callie's mind and say, we have the truth serum, if you can find a way to get him to drink it. I think if I'm going to do that, I might need to be alone with him. If you think you've got a shot, Dag and I can get a room. <laughs> this is, oh, it's like a full love triangle. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll sort of like sleight of hand that truth potion i'll uh turn to calder and say listen dag i think she needs some time closure and all that oh yeah all right you say your goodbyes but don't you go cheating on us <laughs> all right <laughs> we'll keep the stump warm for so you are, is it a love triangle or are you are you polyamorous <laughs> we haven't decided i can't improvise <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, bud. <laughs> uh, so, um, Swag and Dag head off. Yeah. Um, walk back up the stairs. Callie, I'll say there's a little stool here. You pull up. Um, Glenn pulls up a stool, leans in from across the other side of the bars. Well, well, Callie. Okay. Can... Just the two of us. Just like old times. Can I sort of like, um... Is the truth serum, is it labeled? No. No, it's a, like a, a clear potion. Okay. I know you always liked exotic spirits, and I've just come from the Beastlands. And I think I want to... Like, are there two little cups? Yeah, I'll say, um, yeah. He's, he's got, like, um, uh, a cup on his side. Like, they're giving him food and water and everything. Mm -hmm. um, can I pour two drinks yeah. and then can i as i go to sip it can i cast purify food and drink on it yeah um go ahead and give me oh, a sleight shit. of hand check okay you have guidance remember Ooh, 15 15 um you do sleight of hand um you put the potion 
um, in both drinks, but cast Purify on yours. Glenn takes the uh, cup from you. Um, he holds it up to cheers you and goes to memories, to old friends. To old friends and good memories. Um, he takes a sip, gargles it for a moment, sucks it down, and then looks at you directly in the eyes and goes, I will come out on top, Calliope Petricor. And that's the truth. And that's where we'll end <laughs> Oh my god, that was hot. Oh, my bones. My that bones are chilled. That was really hot. That was a hot word choice. I will come out on top. Oh, oh. I just climbed fully in my mouth. Glenn. <laughs> all right. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll talk more about how hot Glenn is over on the Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. We Don't do it. Don't even think about it. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Yeah. I would love to plug our, actually, I would love to plug just our Nashville and Philly show. Yeah. yeah. The other ones are all sold out. So yeah. that's, that's uh, uh, Savannah, Atlanta, um, DC, Boston, all sold out. So if you want to come, come see us in Nashville. Yeah. If you were Bounce coming to it. Atlanta or Savannah and they ran out of tickets, take a little road trip. Take a little oh, yeah. road trip. It'll yeah. be fun. I'm, uh, I'm going to plug our sold out shows because that's fun. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> rude. Those are my favorite yeah. ones. <laughs> um, I'm going to plug uh, Anchor Steam Christmas Ale. It's yeah. a seasonal beer that's got like a real nice wintry taste to it. All right. Okay. Had a couple this weekend. Real lovely stuff. Right wow. On. Also, please come to the Nashville show. Please come to the Nashville show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a home hometown show, baby. Hometown show. Uh, we're going to pull out all the stops. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Great. Uh, sweet, guys. Um, you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use. At CHMERSME, at Caldy's Caldwell, at EX for Demily, and at Jake Hurwitz is Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are. We are. It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means. It's time to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Hugh C., Later McSkater, Matt M., Jordan DJ, Cutter W., Liv A., Daniel G., The J-Pod, Dylan B., who is selling a Galad trading card for a hundred brown leaves of steel, Dungeon Mama, not sexual, Danielle, the dastardly dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P., Vincent W., Mr. Cole, Victor D., Balnor's boy, Dominic P., Justin I., Ragnar Ferdwind, TJM, Trele the Crefe, Christopher B., Danielle R., Brianna B., Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Emily, applying poultice to Murph's rollerblading injuries that happen sometimes, Richard X. Machina, Michael L., Callum L, Jack L, Sam L, Nicholas C, Hemlock, Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Great Value Gemma, Adam G, Tyler F, Panama James, Andrew the Bard, nope, sorry, just Andrew the Druid here, Adrian the Halfling 
Bard Officer, Rex Thaniel the White, Captain Sigil, Diana de los Lopez, Cece Lulu, Hercule Poirot, the Rabbit Folk Detective, which I actually didn't, I did not know that this was a pun, and I only just started listening to the Hercule, Hercule, I don't know how to say it, I just started listening to the Agatha Christie books in which this is a character, this pun has come to life for me. Timmy R, Lucas B, Draco, it's Kevin, Cody B, Calder's Cold Come, hashtag rise my comrades, spread the camaraderie, KDW, Taylor B, the vengeful one-winged angel, Cass, skateboard Cass, captain of the Stevens, ooh, Steven C, Michael M, Mike K, Lady Taco, Brian G, Joy T, Nara, Jake L, Nick Wolf, Brave the Badger, Esme M, Foster the Boneless Duck, William W, Aaron the Asshole Ranger, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Eric McD, Galad Roselle the White Rose of Calateron. Wow, interesting to have him as a patron. Christian Alvarado, J Dragonborn, Joro the Inappropro, the Sandrean, Ben A, Feldonis, John the Third, Dave H, Vivian, Koala Bear, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookfar's assistant Izzy F, The Time Walker, Marky Mark, The Marvelous Mining Engineer, Cat C, Kelsey J, Porkchop, Misa of House in Zunza, Ariel, The Occasional Mermaid, Selena N, Valacy Raptor, B Perky Always, Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Ryan S, The Bone Duster, The Charming Floof, Rabbit Crisp, Telekitty Creations. I will request, you know I'm going to request that constellation of snakes. That's great. Bloops, Carly A, Addie K, AP Cleric, Lori P, Spam Gaming, who's just a raccoon that has a gun. Terrifying, because raccoons are actually really terrifying on their own, let alone weaponized. Connor S. Christopher J. Pebblepot. To the do-riders, my first D&D party. May all our adventures be wondrous. Thank you for being my friends. Ooh, that just moved me. Salil. Leviathan. Biocourt 7. Amber Dextrous. Sullivan H. Trub Hop Dropper. Sydney T. Jack H, Crapster Champion of Crowd, scuttling sideways towards tomorrow. Thandere, Garble the Moist. Lindsay W, Juicy Kiwi, who finally converted to the camaraderie of Calder's Cold Come. Congratulations. Balin, Beep, the Druid Barbarian. Carlin C, Emily S, Cody and T.R.A.P., Pendergreen's roommates, ooh, Harry Cox, Noah the Bagel of all things, Justin L., Tori, Everything Bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet, Badger Stripey, Dandy, Marcos P., Jordan P., the occasional crit reporter, Learns the Balanced Druid, Dakota James P., Frida M., Pagos, Betrothed, self-proclaimed fey prince, Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Friar Frizzit, 
Andy E, Holly Hyena, Kristen Z, the I will use what you love against you DM, Leah C, Paige H, Helen of Briss, May B, Pixel Stars, Akash T, Timothy H, Kristen with a K, Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, Neos the Novice Monster Hunter, and I think a friend, Simon, should I be meeting him, Jake M, Murph, CW, do you know where, if not, roll intelligence save, Patrick, Lorelai the Succubus, and Kyra, her busty queen, okay, Michael, the Ezri Pop Idol, Morgan M, Peeling Sticker, Stephen E, Chaos, the Crick Mascot. Happy birthday to my hot husband, Andrew L, a.k.a. Philandrew. Love you, your wife, Sid. Ooh, happy birthday. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier of Bohemia. James F, Captain Cappy, M4L, Wayfarer, currently in a trademark dispute with Mothership over the patent on the SS Stormbjorn. Andrew B, Sir Smut, Cope Fresh, Barpo Goodbarrel, Barbarian, and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep. Mary Beth Cubberly, Welshlander, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Mr. D, Dana Daisy, Sean J, Mr. Sillyhead, Ethan B, Monster Captain Renee S, Hop the Dancing Rabbit, Hope's Dagger, the only dagger of hope, Olivia, the enchanting bard who will totally be making money, and a grand novel off of the Duck Team's Tales with an on-the-go, all-the-stop show. Blue Slade, the Artificer. Michaela R. Riley S. Fico. Angry Wheat. The game itself just trying to find himself. Tony G. Corbo's calamitous cum shot. Hashtag CCC forever. Sorry, Jake. Josh H. Jack. The Jack's jinxing rogue. On the run with Bahumia's balls. <laughs> Mango empanadas, rented mules, he who made Doug the Virgin dark nut, Trugdor, the Burninator, Clementine T, Caleb L, Sam Holly Merlin, and Cusita. This message has been brought to you by fairies in support of hashtag CCC. Honk the arcane trickster goose, now with the enlarged spell. Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian with a bad back. Papa Wookie, MJ, the BFG drinking tea by the sea. Little Ferret Pal, Samantha K, Cronus Maximus, Gino T, Squid Minty, Fae, Father, Father of the Fae. Mama Belle, this is your daily reminder to drink water. Sheldon the Mushroom Turtle. Straw Man. 18 wheels of rubber and steel. Potato Master. Timothy R. Lloyd. Tis the Great. And finally, Derek D. Thank you all so much. We love you. You make this possible. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Goodbye, my sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>